Welcome to The Daily Decrypt, the go-to podcast for all things cybersecurity. Get ready to decrypt the complexities of cyber safety and stay informed. Stand at the frontier of cybersecurity news, where every insight is a key to unlocking the mysteries of the digital domain. Your voyage through the cyber news vortex starts now. Welcome back to The Daily Decrypt. Today is February 29th. So, happy Leap Day? Is that a thing? Anyways, today I have three articles to discuss. First up, we'll be leaping into a new executive order that bans the mass sale of personal data to China and Russia. Next up, we'll uncork a story about cyber attackers luring EU diplomats with wine-tasting offers. Because nothing says sophisticated espionage like a pinot with a side of fishing. We'll wrap it up with a tale from Krebs on Security titled calendar meeting links used to spread Mac malware. Sounds like these hackers don't just crash systems, they crash meetings too. Looking into the article from Bleeping Computer focusing on a significant policy change, new executive order bans mass sale of personal data to China and Russia. President Joe Biden signed an executive order to halt the bulk sale and transfer of American citizens' private data to countries deemed as threats, including China, Russia, Iran, North Korea, Cuba, and Venezuela. This move aims to protect national security and individual privacy. Attorney General Merrick B. Garland emphasized the risk of adversaries using American-sensitive personal data for malicious activities like blackmail, surveillance, and targeting dissidents. The order mandates the Department of Justice to implement a national security initiative to counter these threats. It targets sensitive information like genomic, biometric, health, geolocation, and financial data, along with certain types of personally identifiable information, or PII. Such data can be used for invasive surveillance scams and privacy violations. The concern is that commercial data brokers might sell this data to hostile countries, their intelligence services, or controlled companies. In line with this directive, the Federal Trade Commission has also been active. They've banned two data brokers from selling Americans location data that could be used for tracking especially sensitive locations like medical facilities and places of worship. This is really all about safeguarding your most personal data from falling into the hands of foreign adversaries. The data we're referring to is data that reveals your location, health records, and financial status, and can even include your DNA information. 23andMe just recently had a breach, not super recently, but that is information that could be used by data brokers to be sold across to different entities and this can be used for all sorts of forms of blackmail or different scams or just targeting individuals. This executive order represents a significant step in protecting the privacy and security of American citizens. It's a clear message that the U.S. is taking a stand against the misuse of personal data and the potential threats it poses to national security and individual freedoms. This next article titled Cyber Attackers Lure EU Diplomats with Wine Tasting Offers comes from Dark Reading, and I found it pretty interesting, mostly just the scam sounding aspect and, of course, the title. In a sophisticated cyber operation, attackers targeted EU diplomats with fake wine tasting event known as Spiked Wine, 
The campaign employed a PDF invitation supposedly from the Indian ambassador as a lure. The attackers meticulously crafted emails appearing as an invite to a wine tasting by the Indian ambassador. This was not just any phishing attempt. It was carefully tailored to appeal to European diplomats using cultural affinity for wine as a bait. Clicking a link in the PDF led victims to compromised websites initiating the download of Wine Loader, backdoor malware. This malware is particularly elusive using techniques like re-encryption and memory evasion to avoid detection. The campaign involves multiple phases, starting with the deceptive email and leading to persistent installation of the wine loader malware. It's a multi-stage process, each step carefully designed to further entrap the victim. Wine loader is module with each part serving a specific purpose, from establishing persistence to executing commands from the attacker. This level of complexity shows the attacker's commitment to maintaining access and control. The malware used advanced tactics to evade detection, including encrypting its components and wiping traces from memory, making it hard for standard security tools to catch. It's a blend of cultural targeting and high-level technical sophistication, a reminder that Really, cyber threats can be as creative as they are dangerous. Ultimately, a lot of what we talk about where awareness is the key, this is how you can avoid these situations. Being cautious about unexpected or too good to be true offers, even if they seem to come from credible sources. This is crucial. This piggybacks off of the previous article where sensitive information or just users' data can be sold and made publicly available and it gives attackers and scammers the opportunity to learn a little bit about you and craft even better phishing and targeted attacks. They can learn all sorts of information from open and available sources on the internet. They can take this and, of course, craft something that looks beautiful. They can craft something that is really appealing to the person. As you can see from behind me, of course, I have a bunch of Star Wars, Lego, and other Star Wars items. So, yes, I'm a big Star Wars fan. So that information being public, hmm, if you wanted to maybe get me to sign into something, maybe you could look at, oh, I have a bunch of Lego. You could bet that I do have a Lego.com login. So there you go. You could craft a phishing email, something to do with a sale and have a bogus link in there. This link is going to look like I'm signing into my Lego account to go and purchase anything at this discount. And then ultimately what you're doing is you're just gonna be harvesting those credentials in hopes that I would be using the same login for let's say my bank or something else that might be a little bit more juicy than just my Lego points. The spiked wine campaign highlights the evolving landscape of cyber threats, where attackers not only leverage technical vulnerabilities, but also cultural and social aspects to ensnare their targets. It's a reminder for organizations, especially in sensitive sectors like diplomacy, to remain vigilant and educate their members about the nuances of such sophisticated cyber attacks. This last one we're looking at titled calendar meeting links used to spread Mac malware. And this one comes from Krebs on security. Dive deeper into a little bit more on the details here. Cyber criminals are exploiting the Calendly scheduling app to target individuals in the cryptocurrency space. They impersonate established investors and invite targets to a video call via Calendly. But the meetings, banana, 
starting over after a video call via Calendly, but the meeting links harbor malware designed for macOS systems. Now let's look at a real-life incident that brings this threat a little bit closer to home. We have the story of Doug, a crypto startup worker who was approached on Telegram by someone posing as an investor from Signum Cap Capital. Doug shared his Calendly link for a meeting, but the link led to a script that installed malware on his Mac. Now, if you're unfamiliar, Telegram is a instant messaging service. The story not only shows the tactics effectiveness, but also highlights the technical complexity. Going a little bit further, the malware delivered a fake video conference link. It's designed to evade detection and take control of the victim's computer. This level of sophistication in social engineering and technical execution is alarming. The scam starts with a fake meeting invitation. Clicking the link downloads a script that secretly installs malware. While macOS includes some built-in antivirus, users should be cautious about unexpected software or updates, especially from unfamiliar sources. This research indicates the attacks may be linked to the North Korean hacking group, Blue Noroff, part of the infamous Lazarus group known for targeting financial and crypto entities. Now, how can we protect ourselves? Again, awareness. Experts advise caution with software installations. Make sure it's Zoom that's trying to install. If you already have Zoom, you don't need to reinstall it. Attackers are doing everything they possibly can to learn about you and make their attack as effective as possible. When it comes to financial schemes and different uh, scams, I know we've talked about pig butchering before. Actually, even John Oliver has a great episode on pig butchering. These are a little bit less technical, but they really just target the person and they want to get all your money and unfortunately a lot of people have lost a lot of money over this and it's not something to be embarrassed about if you are targeted by any of these scams and you fall victim to it let people know get in touch with the fbi yeah it sucks and it's embarrassing you fell for the scam i've definitely clicked on links before and i've had to reboot my computer just not paying attention it's happened you're not going to be shamed we're, we're not in the business of victim shaming. We want to know more about this so we can help the individuals affected by it. That's all I got for you today. Thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate all the constant listeners, the viewers, anybody that's been checking out the reels or the clips on YouTube. And please give us a comment. Let us know what you like and dislike about the show. We're always happy to hear from all of our listeners and we'll catch you next time.